Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Welcome to another episode of Across the Pond. We have a World Series special for you. Uh, so we've got Joe coming up in just a second. Uh, we're going to talk Dodgers, Rays. Um, how they're doing after games one and two with a day of rest uh, something that these teams won't be used to um, for a while um, so we've got a lot to, to cover with Joe and um, we're going to cover as I say games one and two look ahead to game three and the rest of the series and we've also got Joe's favourite Dodgers World Series moment because there has been a few but he does and has managed to narrow it down to just one so we'll get on with Joe with Joe. Joe is joining us. We're going to have a look at the World Series of Baseball. Um, it's 1-1, one, one, one apiece. The Dodgers took game one uh, in Arlington, Texas, where the, the World Series is happening due to COVID. Um, Tampa took game two. Um, it's, it's been a, a good uh, World Series so far, certainly one that's been celebrated. Uh, but before we get on to the World Series, um, Joe, you're known for your your football fandom as well, a big 49ers fan. Um, There was a play last night um, in in the uh, Giants-Eagles game. Uh, The quarterback, Daniel Jones, um, has an absolute clear path. It is an 80-yard dash, but you would think a a quarterback could make that any day of the week, twice on Sundays if he's got room to breathe. Um, He had so much room to breathe that he had pretty much the whole camera to himself on the TV and uh, <clears throat> he fell <laughs> about 15 yards short. Um, absolutely bowled over. You end up losing the game by, by one. Th- this has got to go down as one of the bloopers of all time. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, the, you could have driven a truck through that. I mean, there, there, he had no, I mean, the, the line opened up. I mean, it was just like, he had to have 10 yards between him and any other player. And then once he got, once he got past the cornerbacks, I mean, there was nobody even in the shot. I mean, so he, he, looked, he looked good after 50 yards and then he got yeah. to 40 yards and it was like, 
uh oh, what's happening? He's he looks like he's losing his balance, and then by fifteen yards, he's he's on his derriere, um, yeah. uh, <laughs> eating grass. Uh, with the defense caught up on him, uh, it was just. I think he tried to. I think he tried to outrun himself. To be honest with you, he he, he was trying to go faster than his legs would go, and I, I, you know, turf is tough. Turf is unforgiving. Unforgiving if you're not doing. Um, if you tried to do something, you can't do. I think even if he'd looked around and he's seen how much space he actually had to go. Um, because, like you say, the defense was out of camera shot. Um, they weren't anywhere near him until he fell. Um, yeah. And if he'd just taken a quick oh, look over the shoulder, he would have seen he that there was nobody there. And he probably could have just walked it in, in all fairness, yeah. um, that last 15 yards. Uh, yeah, but a bit of a howler um, from, from Daniel Jones. It did make me laugh. I've probably watched it about 20 or 30 times now. Uh, it's cheered me up no end. Not because it's the Giants and I'm a Cowboys fan, but I think if it had been any quarterback, um, it, it would have made me laugh. And, and certainly by the reactions on in the media uh, and on NFL Twitter and NFL Instagram and all these places um, has certainly uh, been one to laugh at. A, a few quarterbacks have come out and you know, stuck up for him. Uh, Patrick Mahomes kind of came out and was like, you know, it happens to the best of us. Although I don't think it would happen to him. Uh, <laughs> well, like I, like I told you before we started, you know, I was a running back and I, I had one or two instances like that. I mean, I wasn't 80 yards down the field in a breakaway, <laughs> but there's, there's been a couple of instances where I got ahead of myself. It happens. And, and Patrick Mahomes said it happens to the best of us. So, Patrick Mahomes thinks it happens to the best of us. We'll, we'll go with that. Um, moving on to your Dodgers. So your Dodgers have made it to the World Series. I said a couple of weeks ago Aye. that it would be a Dodgers A's World Series. That sadly didn't come to pass. Um, but the Dodgers are there. So you've got Tampa. Um, game one was a, a really strong start for you guys. Um, how did you see that one? Uh, game one? Yeah. Uh, Kershaw was unstoppable. But the, the, my biggest fear in, uh, in that, well, the, the good thing is Kershaw looked like Kershaw of old without, without the horsepower. But he, um, I mean, he, he just pitched a perfect game, literally. Um, but Kershaw is famous. This is something he's going to have to live with the rest of his life. He's famous for getting into postseason and blowing up in the sixth inning. I mean, it doesn't matter how good he's been pitching. It doesn't matter. He, he can be. He can have a perfect game, and it seems like in the playoffs in the past, he's just blown up in the sixth inning. So you really got to watch him after the fifth inning. Does that really, especially after so many years now, um, does that? Because it is the postseason. It isn't just a World Series thing. It is a postseason thing. Is right. this? Is this now come to the point where this is probably? more of a psychological thing. He sees up on the board that's the same thing now, and he's just like, oh, and he, his heart just kind of sinks and, and you know, he, he loses confidence. I don't think Kershaw loses confidence. I think what he has lost is his velocity. Now, he's learned to pitch without that. But once you've gone through the lineup three times, then I think he becomes vulnerable at that point because he can't go 96 miles an hour anymore. 
You know, I mean, his, his fastball is 92 at best. So he's learned to, he's learned to pitch with that because his curveball, his slider, especially his curve, uh, can carry him through. But he used to be able to rely on throwing the ball past people too. And I think that uh, I, now, I think that's why you have to worry in these playoffs if he goes to the sixth inning and, and beyond. I used to think it was just St. Louis because it seemed like it was always St. Louis. We yeah. would play St. Louis in the playoffs, and we always ended up playing in St. Louis, and Kershaw just blew up. And then it did it again. Then he did it again. So I used to think it was a hex on from St. Louis, but – no, it's it's a it's it's a, a tendency now. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, certainly when it comes to postseason, uh, whenever I watch PTI or ESPN or whatever, um, th- there is always this this chat now, and I, I've heard it for the last few years now. Well, while I've been following baseball, that as soon as he gets into the postseason, sixth inning, yank him. Uh, what one guy did say. You know, he'd done so well in the first five innings that you kind of had to leave him out for the sixth. Yeah. I would tend to disagree because I think if you know that that's his Achilles heel, then yeah, he's played great for five, but why leave him in that sixth? I think it's okay to leave him in for the sixth, but once he gives up that double that hits off the wall and knocks the wall down, I think that's a warning sign. And so now, you know, get ready. Just that's why warmed up. So give him the opportunity, really, to to try the sixth, and if it doesn't work out, pull him early. That's what I would do. Yeah, that's that's kind of what Davy's done. Uh, this last game, he wasn't going to let him go though. Yeah, he, everything was good. Get out. So game two then um, didn't go the Dodgers' way. Uh, no. Nope. What, what was the difference in that game that that held the Dodgers back? It was a bullpen game. And I don't think that uh, Goslin was uh, rested. He just pitched. He just pitched a couple of days before that, and he wasn't going to. He started the game, but he wasn't going to uh, be a starter's role. It was just going to be a bullpen game. And then Dustin May, who has been great, he, he's been a great rookie all year long. Guy throws 100 miles an hour. He comes in, and they just lit him up, and that that was basically the ball game. Yeah. Um, what do you think? We'll, we'll move on to, to game three in, in a second, but what do you think of how this World Series has been? It's obviously all being played in Arlington, Texas, um, home of the Rangers. Has it been, because uh, obviously you can't go to LA, you can't go to home games. Uh, has, has it been everything you'd kind of hoped in terms of kind of sitting at home, watching it on TV, the TV experience that you would normally have? Yeah, I think so. I mean, of course, the fans add to it. I mean, that's uh, and being a Dodger stadium. I mean, that takes some advantages away. I, I think it, that that part is not as enjoyable. But I'm a baseball fan. I mean, I I don't care if there's any fans. I thought it was going to be more weird than what it is. But it is nice to have the fans there and have home field advantage. That's that's always what you play for, is to get home field advantage in the playoffs. And now you don't have it. And then there was some, which I think is a crock, but there was all this talk about, well, the Dodgers played all their all their postseason games in, in Arlington, whereas uh, Tampa Bay played in San Diego. 
I think they played uh, in San Yeah, Diego. San Diego and LA yeah. they played, yeah. And so they uh, they were talking about uh, a disadvantage because we knew the stadium. I mean, they play in that stadium for league play. Yeah, yeah. That's, so, that, that sounds like an excuse. That's bogus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we lost game one, but that's because the Dodgers have been playing here this whole postseason. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that does sound like a bit of an excuse. Um, I have to say, yeah, you got a hit first, and they weren't hitting. Kershaw shut them down, so that's that has nothing to do with Arlington. <laughs> um, one thing I have to say is, uh, we had a, a show right at the beginning um, as the season was starting, and I think we were both quite tough on Major League Baseball and doing it outside a bubble. Was like the NBA worked for them, worked for the NHL, the WNBA. We probably gave um, Manfred quite a hard time for this, not going into a bubble. Was it going to work? Um, they did have issues. Miami had issues. Oakland had issues. St. Louis. So there was issues around the place. However, they, they have managed to get us to a World Series on time as, as prescribed um, back before the season started. Um, would you say that now that we're at the World Series and it's happening, would you say this is, is a big win for the MLB? Absolutely. No, I think I think they've done a great job. Yeah, but but more so I think the teams have done a great job. I mean the Dodgers it's really the only team I can speak about because I know them more, but uh, I mean they virtually put themselves in a bubble to a degree. And they were they were very, very cautious. The players and everybody were very, very cautious. And, I think after way. I think after Miami happened, uh, where basically the whole team got COVID, um, right. I, I think after that, people kind of actually took a bit more notice. And I think teams like the Dodgers um, decided, you know what, it's going to be better if we keep everyone in house and limit people coming in and out. Um, and I think that was a smart move. The NFL at the moment, they're having some issues. If you look at the the Raiders just now, it looks as though they're not going to have an offensive line this weekend. The yep. Titans uh, have had issues. The Falcons have had to close down their practice facilities, as have the Patriots. Um, it is, uh, we'll quickly just sidestep to the NFL for a second. The way that they've dealt with COVID, now they have much larger playing and and staff overall um with there being a lot more people around there's probably a lot more chance of someone going to bring in covid uh do you think we will see i posed the question on social media but do you think we'll see a, a super bowl in february or could it have to be stretched out to march that's a good question because we've, we've got a lot of got a lot of sparks going in the states right now um Middle America is just, it, it's, it's all flaring up again. So that's, that's a really good question. I, I don't know. I have no it, idea. It's, it's one that I, I, I kind of looked at it and I looked at the way that they were, the, the NFL were rescheduling games and rejigging things and using bye weeks. And they were using bye weeks really early. Um, earlier than you actually had bye weeks. Right. Um, and, and the way that I was kind of calculating it was that, you pro now they did get rid of the Pro Bowl, um. So you you earn a week there. So if you do need to play extra games, you've got an extra week, um, to play with. But it's only an extra week, um. 
and we have seen big stars come down. Cam Newton, he was out. Um, he's come back and didn't look all that great um, after coming back, but then he only practiced for two days. So it has had an impact. But one thing the NFL haven't done is if a big player's went out with COVID, they've kind of made them play the game unless it's been a team thing where, where the whole team's in isolation kind of thing. Yeah, and with the Niners, particularly with the injury bug and all that stuff that you're talking about, uh, well, he had he had COVID, but they they've had a couple of cases, but it hasn't been uh, anything, uh, no spreading. No. But they California just uh, Gavin Newsom, Governor Gavin Newsom, has just stated that uh, uh, it's up to the counties. But you can uh, you can have games on a limited basis for attendance. Yeah. Um, but Santa Clara County, where the 49ers play, they say, ah, ah, no, that's not going to happen. So no. we, we have been seeing more and more fans uh, at, at games. Um, obviously, Texas, they have the, the bigger stadium. So they, they've had the most fans at games. Plus, it's Texas and they don't care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but Florida... Um, the governor there said, "Oh yeah, you can you can fill your stadium. Go for yeah. it." Um, yeah. and, and the Bucks, the Jaguars, and the the Dolphins all said, "Nope, we are quite happy. We're with the level of fans that we've got coming in. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do for the Super Bowl when that happens. Um, obviously, that'll depend on how bad COVID is at that time. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, we will sidestep back over." Uh, to baseball then so we have game three tonight yep uh, it's a big one because you know someone's gonna have to take a lead um there's a few keys to this game um before we get to them the, the pitchers have have been picked for tonight so for the dodgers you've got bueller uh and for the uh, tampa bay uh, you've got oh, more um, now bueller's era is 1.89 and Morton's is 0.57. Uh, for those of people that don't know what an ERA is, can you explain that to us? Okay, so an ERA is it's an earned run average is what it stands for. So if, if you get on base, but it was due to an error, that does not count if you score against the pitcher's ERA. If you get a base hit and you get hit in, on that pitcher, then that counts as run scored, earned run scored against the pitcher. There's a lot of other things in there, but that's that's the basis. That's the of basics. So, so looking at those two pitchers, then, and Bueller looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean uh, Charlie Morton is, uh, you know, he's a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? But he's he's been around for a while, and what he come. 2002, I think I looked up uh, when he came. He was drafted by the Braves, but he's he, you know he's a, he's been a journeyman, and he pitched for the Braves, the Pirates, Phillies, Astros, and now he's pitching for the Rays. Uh, he's he's one of those guys that can, um, if if he's on right from the get go, he'll be fine. Um, but if he's not, it better get the bullpen warmed up because he's 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 kind of iffy. Bueller, on the other hand, uh, Bueller's our ace now. I mean, seriously. I mean, Kershaw's still there, and Kershaw's still pitching great, especially during the season. 
Um, but Bueller's our he's he's going to be our ace. I mean, he's only been he was drafted in 2015, um, so he's a young guy. Throws hard. He can throw 98, 99. He's uh, got a great breaking ball. He sets people up nice. He's very calm. Um, no, I, I'm always comfortable when when Bueller's pitching. He's yeah. not unbeatable, but no, no, not not many pitchers are. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. Um, so a couple of keys to the game then um, that I I've kind of picked out is uh, Brandon Low um, of the Rays. He was he really, up. yeah, he, yeah. He certainly has. Um, it's kind of the first time during the pro season uh, postseason that he's he's kind of been alive. Um, he had a really good regular season. And, and kind of just disappeared into the background uh, in the postseason. Do you, do you think he's going to be a, have a bigger impact in Game Three and beyond? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. I mean, I mean, the guy's a good hitter. Yeah, of course. Um, we'll see. You know, we'll see. I mean, maybe he was just uh, maybe it was just the pitcher he hit the home runs off of. Well, actually, it was two different pitchers. But um, yeah, I was I was kind of surprised. But this Rays team can hit. I mean, they I, they don't have – I don't think they have what the Dodgers have as, as far as the hitting part of it goes, but they can hit. I mean, they were the best team in the American League most of the season. For for Dustin May, he – obviously you've got Bueller, Urias, and Kershaw. How do they get May in and out of that lineup? Well, I don't think you're going to see May for a couple of games now because that was two two games in a row that he came in in relief and, and got rocked up, uh, which is unusual. I mean, he's been he's been pretty lights up. Maybe it's the World Series. I mean, he's a young guy. I think he's 21 years old. Um, first first season up. He's he's a young guy. So give him a few days. He'll be all right. But I think you just announced the next three starting pitchers. For the Dodgers, I think it's going to be Bueller and Urias and uh, Kershaw. Kershaw, yeah. That's so right. we're we're all set up on that end. Um, just see if we can uh, perform. But it's a good problem to have when you've got. It's a great problem to have, yeah. Got a decent amount of pitchers to choose from. Um, we'll go back to Bueller for a second. Actually, does everyone just from what I've been reading online and and what people have been saying? Do you think in the postseason as a whole that everyone kind of appreciates just how good Bueller is? Oh yes, yeah, I do. I think I think he's got a lot of respect. I mean, he's uh, his nickname's not Butane for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and how how many innings do you think Charlie Morton has got in him tonight? Um. I, I, I look at Charlie Morton as a, as a five inning guy, probably. Yeah, I, I don't think it has anything to do with rest or how much he's pitched. I, I he's just that's typical. Like you said, he's he's a bit of a journeyman. He, he's been yeah. around the game for a while, so he probably knows his own kind of limitations as well. Yeah, yeah, um, and he he can give you five innings, five six innings, solid innings, but he's he, he's not going to be like uh, who's the kid that started game two. Can't remember his name now. I will tell you in just a second. Oh, if I can find it. Oh, it doesn't matter. But he was um he was a uh, 
he pitched a really good game. The Dodgers had a hard time figuring him out. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, can't see it there uh, just in front of me just now. Um, in terms of the managers, how will the managers, because obviously game two you said was more of a bullpen game. How will the managers manage game three? Well, I think the Dodgers, I, hopefully they get seven innings out of Bueller. If they get seven innings out of Bueller, we're fine. And you're, you're, are you, I'm assuming you're talking on the pitching side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you, if we get through, if we can get through six or seven with Bueller, then we're we're pretty strong um, at the end of the bullpen. Um, and the bullpen is strong, but it's been a little more erratic on the early innings um, in in the playoffs. Like uh, uh, Joe Kelly came in and and didn't look all that good last game. And he, he's normally be lights out. He even overthrew at first base on a pickoff play. I mean, stuff like that. But let's come back to game two, though, because the the thing the killer in game two wasn't – it was our defense that was the killer in game two. And we're a pretty good defensive team. But Kike Hernandez is as solid as it gets at second base. He booted that double play. They lost three runs if he, yeah. if he makes that double play. So it was it was the little things that the Dodgers didn't do in game two. Uh, they could have easily won that game. Now, having said that, with the with the, the kid that pitched the, the game, he had a real solid game. So he got six or seven? Did he go seven? No, I think it was six. Six, yeah. Uh, but it was solid. I mean, it was rock solid. And then we got a couple of hits off of him, and then they said that's it. Well, um, so I, I think I think you're going to see it a lot the same uh, tonight. Might turn into a bullpen game for them, yeah. but they they don't. That's okay with them. They're okay with that. They talk about it a lot, where they don't really care. And in fact, when they when they pitched uh, in the season, a lot of times they started a bullpen game just to get through that first round of batters, so that the starter didn't have to face them three times, and so, so they would. That's yeah. definitely one thing I noticed before, um, and it's certainly something when it's come to Tampa in the last maybe even three years. Um, I, I was hearing about that, and uh, whenever I'd watch a Tampa game, you would I, I would see this, and, and I only a few years into baseball, um, but I did see that it was very different how they ran their lineups. Like, they were changing uh, pitchers, like really early and I was like hang on other teams are leaving their pitchers in for six seven maybe even eight innings and these yeah. guys are on to their fourth or fifth by the fourth inning and it was it was really weird to me but then it seemed to work for them it was a really strange and some other teams have started to to do some similar kind of work is is that maybe a way forward to to get those guys out the way um and then bring in your starter later. Well, the whole the whole purpose of this, and, and in baseball, it's it's always when a pitcher has seen you, and and you're coming up for the third time, so he's the hitters have seen that pitcher for three rounds, and now in the third round, you pretty much know what you're going to get. Yeah, depending on what the inning is. So what they do is they start a relief pitcher, a strong relief pitcher. 
to get through the first nine. And so if they, if they can, especially the first five or six. So if they can get through the first five or six, then you bring in your starter and then the starter only has to face them twice at, in, in that bat. In that, yeah. So that makes it, I mean, in theory, it's, it kind of makes sense. But you're going to have to have a solid, solid relief pitcher starting that game. That's yeah. where the Dodgers blew it with Gonsolin. Gonsolin blew it. They tried to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's game three. Um, the, the lineups are out. You've got Betts. Um, he's going to be up first. Seeger, Turner, Muncy, Smith, Bellinger, Taylor, Pedersen, and Barnes. Is that a pretty strong at bat? the same lineup. The only reason Peterson's hitting is because it's right-hander. Um, so Peterson's left-handed. And uh, uh, they would have had uh, oh, guys, what's his name? Anyway. Uh, they would have uh, had a right-hander in there if it was a left-handed pitcher. That's all yeah. it was. And Barnes and <clears throat> Will Smith is the new young catcher, our future catcher. Yeah. But Barnes generally catches uh, Kershaw, well, he always catches Kershaw. Uh, but uh, Will Smith's been so good, they want uh, they want to keep him in. He's DH, right, Will Smith? Uh, Smith is DH, yeah. Yeah, so Barnes will come in and, and clean it up. And Barnes, he's been hitting okay, yeah. Um, on the on the Tampa side, on the Rays, um, they're going to have Meadows Low, Ar- oh, wow, Arozarena, Joy... Yeah. Uh, uh, Margaret, Wendell, Adams, uh, Kermier, and Zun- well, Zunino. Zunino. Yeah, yeah. Zunino's not, not a great hitter. He's a really good defensive catcher, though. Um, that, that's pretty much the same lineup that they've been running. Yeah. Uh, they popped in Renfro a couple of times, and Choi. Is Choi starting? Uh, Choi is, yeah, he's uh, first base. And you say Margot is starting as well? In right yeah, field. Uh, right field. Okay, so that yeah, that's their that's their pretty much their starting lineup. Uh, Wendell at third base. Uh, Wendell is third base. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that's pretty much their lineup. Yeah. Now, does it make a difference tonight that the roof is going to be closed? Uh, it depends on what it's like outside. <laughs> it's supposed to be seventy-four degrees outside. But if it's windy, like the there's been a couple of games where the wind had an effect on games when the when the roof was open in the playoffs. Uh, so that might be why they've they've decided to close it if it is windy outside. They've listed the wind as zero, um, but I imagine that is zero within the stadium when the roof is closed. I assume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Need to check the Met data for that one. Um, so looking forward to, uh, to to the rest of the the World Series. How many games? I, I know you're going to say the Dodgers are going to win, but how many games will it take for them to win this World Series? Why might surprise you? <laughs> oh, I don't think you will. <laughs> well, I originally said the Dodgers in six, so I'll I'll stick with that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's probably a good shout. I I think Tampa are probably worth a couple of games um, at, at the bare minimum. Um, I think they they had a really good regular season and i think they shocked a lot of people yeah i'm biased so don't take my word on it but um i do you know i i do think the dodgers are going to win it biased or not 
but Tampa Bay is a really good baseball team. Yeah, I mean, I think, they, I think they've, they've proven that. We've got the two best baseball teams in in the major leagues playing each other, and that's how it should be. Yeah, and that's and it's funny, even though with the extended playoff postseason um, that that's been a lot longer than than normal, involving a lot more teams, you have still ended up with the two best yep. in baseball. Yep. Yep. So you probably have to kind of consider. Is it worth playing all that extra postseason to get still the two best teams, um, or will you get a better World Series with less? Well, games? I, I think you get. I think you'll get a better World Series just for the fact that 162 games is a lot of games and it wears a lot of people out, and that's always the thing in the World Series: who's who's not hurt and who's not tired, and so um, that makes that that extra. 102 games uh, makes a difference to a lot of teams. Obviously, I think the Dodgers would have still come out of it just because we've been in the World Series three out of the last four years. Yeah. So we know how to play in the playoffs. Tampa Bay is not so much. Uh, they've been in the playoffs, but not not as much as what we have. So yeah, I, I think longevity, which is another reason I think that Kershaw is having an excellent year, is. He, he can he can wear down by the by the end of the season, yeah. so he's pitching a third of the games that he would normally pitch. That and it's, it's obviously been a, a very much a shortened season, um, which I think if you're playing this long, drawn out postseason, um, that only playing sixty games probably kind of having this long drawn out postseason probably actually is good for this season. Um, it'll be very interesting to see if they do carry on next season or maybe they shorten the regular season um, to, to I don't compensate. But, um, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think uh, that the TV deals and things would like that too much. I think if anything, they want more games rather than less. I think I, I, I'm not sure. I don't think you're going to see this playoff um, the way they did it this year for next year. I think they'll go back to something more normal. And I I hope that they don't extend the DH to the National League next year. Well, we'll have to, to wait and see. Um, so, yeah, so Dodgers in six. Uh, we'll, we'll certainly have to wait and see how that, that turns out. What do you say? So I'm, I'm saying the Dodgers as well. Um, I think the Dodgers have got far more depth um, within their squad, and I, I, I think Mookie Betts has been on a oh, different yeah. level um, from everyone else. Uh, I think he just needs to. <laughs> sometimes I think he just walks up to, to at bat, and I think you just look at him and you look. He just exudes confidence, and and he just looks like he's just gonna. No, nah, I'm I'm up here, and I'm. By the way, pitcher, you can throw what you want, but I'm I'm hitting this. <laughs> um, so I. I have, He's a difference. I, I have never, I have never seen a batter go up there and get two strikes on him as much as Mookie Betts does, and he doesn't care. He's got no fear. Exactly, whatsoever. exactly. Um, which is isn't a bad thing, and, and probably isn't a great thing at the same time uh, when when it's a, a tight game. But nah, he, he plays the way he plays, and and that I think the way he plays is why the Dodgers were like when the the, the Red Sox were trading they were like well we'll take them yeah yeah give them give them over to us we'll um so what is your favorite dodgers 
World Series moment? That would be October 15th, 1988. And the Dodgers, that was was one of the worst Dodger teams, man for man, that I've seen in years, uh, except for pitching. And we had Oral Hershiser that year. And but we nobody picked us to go to the World Series that year. Uh, I mean, we were an okay team, but we we didn't have anybody. But we had great pitching, and so we made it to the World Series uh, by beating the Mets, who beat us. We only beat them once that year out of twelve games, and the Mets were the big team, so we had to play them first. And blah blah blah. Well, Kirk Gibson got hurt in the Mets series. So now we did beat him. Now we're in the World Series. They start against the mighty Oakland A's. I mean, that team, I mean, we, the odds, if you put money on the odds of the Dodgers, you were going to make a whole lot of money against the A's. That was Conseco and McGuire, Neckersley. And we, I mean, nobody, nobody gave us a chance. So they hit a grand slam. Conseco hits a grand slam up four to nothing. They nurse out along. We can't score. We can't hit. And then they bring in Eckersley, who was just the most fabulous. That was his best year ever. And nobody hit back, Eckersley. So we get a couple blue pits. We got an error that we took advantage of, blah, blah, blah. But Kirk Gibson was out. There was no way he was going to play. So all of a sudden, and there, if you go to a Dodger game back then, everybody has an earpiece in their in their ear because – even though they're at the game, yeah, watching the game, uh-huh. it's not real until Vince Scully tells you it's real. <laughs> so Vince Scully, even though you're watching it, and so everybody's in. When you're sitting out in the stands, you can't see in the dugout. All we could see is uh, Kirk Gibson. I was at the game, so all we could see is the uh, uh, that Kirk Gibson was not in the dugout, and, and Vinny was saying. So we had two outs, and basically Kurt said, put me in. So it was a scene from The Natural. This is Roy Hobbs. Yeah. And he, he, he should have been bleeding. <laughs> That's the only thing that would have made it better. He can't walk. If he has to run something out, it's not going to happen. He comes up, and he swings at a pitch. He had two strikes on, and he swings at a pitch that doesn't look like it's going to go out. And it just kept going and going and going. And that's one one game one of the World Series. We went on to win it in five. So, um, yeah, I mean that was just an amazing thing that uh, that happened. And even special that you were actually there. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. But that generally goes down with with most Dodger fans. That if, if that's not their number one, I mean that's I mean this, this that one's legendary. Well, that's that's one I'm going to go on YouTube and have a look at. Um, yeah. I might not watch the rest of it because I am an A's fan, and <laughs> I don't want to see them lose a World Series. But um, have you not have you not seen the home run? No, not that one. No. Oh, I'm gonna to, I'm gonna have to go look watch it. it. I'm gonna go look that up. Um, well, thank you so much uh, again for joining us, Joe. I think what we'll do is uh, we'll try and get you on post World Series. Um, sure. and we'll try and get someone from Tampa um, if they're willing to come on um, and we can we can have a chat about how the World Series went. Um, if it does go longer, 
um, and it, it does go to a game seven. I think it goes right into next weekend. Um, yeah. So we'll maybe even try and jump on before then. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, and I look forward to it. Thank you so much to Joe for joining us uh, on the podcast again. Great to have him on the pod. Um, just a wealth of knowledge uh, when it comes to the World Series and all things baseball. Um, looking forward to hopefully having him on again next week. Um, we can get a, another World Series show in. Um, and then after that, we'll, we'll probably do a review show as well. So look forward to that. Um, we do still have some NFL shows coming up next week as well with Katie. So uh, look forward to them. Um, and can see how she does with her picks. Um, hopefully I can get a week back. I'm hoping um, now that I'm off the pain meds. Um, big news coming out of the Bucks just now is Antonio Brown is flying to Tampa uh, to visit with the Bucks just now. So that's just some big news just breaking just now, just so you know. Um, who knows where he's going to sign? Seattle, Tampa, total opposite ends of the country, but there you go. Um, have a great weekend, everyone. Enjoy the World Series. Enjoy football and have fun. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.